Vitem from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Poland update from the 31st of October 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Poland. Let's kick off the week with foreign affairs. Zbigniew Rao, the foreign minister, met with diplomats from Arab countries in Poland's capital, Warsaw. On Wednesday, the 25th, they discussed the Israel-Palestinian war and humanitarian aid for people in the Gaza Strip. Rao condemned the Hamas attack on Israel and said Poland will donate around $200,000 to the United Nations Fund to help Palestinian refugees. Still, on Sunday the 29th, Israel supporters organized a rally in the capital to show solidarity with Israeli hostages in the Gaza Strip. Yaroslav Selin, the deputy culture minister, participated in the demonstration among other government officials and said that the executive fully supports Israel in the conflict. Paweł Jawanski, the deputy head of the Foreign Affairs Ministry, said 20 Polish citizens are in the Gaza Strip and waiting for evacuation. Jabłonski has been in talks with Israel and Egyptian authorities, but to no avail. The ministry can't secure a safe evacuation. Moreover, the minister reported that residents from other European countries are also stuck in Gaza. The government plans to join forces with other nations to carry out an evacuation. Moving on, on Thursday the 26th, President Andrzej Duda said that the ruling party had chosen Mateusz Morawiecki, the current prime minister, as the candidate to form the next government. The opposition parties, Civic Platform, the Third Way, and the Left Party, selected Donald Tusk. The president will select one of the two candidates who will form a government. In the meantime, on Tuesday the 31st, opposition party leaders said that they were preparing to form a coalition, while the ruling party made a list of opposition members of parliament who may agree to create a coalition with them the ruling party needs at least 37 more members of parliament to secure the majority. When the opposition prepares to form a coalition, they also want to reform the Central Anti-Corruption Bureau, or CBA. Last week, Paweł Wojtunek, the former head of CBA, revealed that the bureau monitored the daily actions of politicians during the election process at the request of the ruling party. The CBA rejected all the accusations and said that Wojtunek was lying. On Thursday the 26th, Journalists from Onet Online Journal stated that the opposition parties forming the government would shut down the bureau and transfer its powers to the police and the Internal Security Agency. Speaking of reforms, the opposition parties that recently won the elections threatened to change the structure of the state television station TVP because the journalists supported the ruling party during the elections when they were supposed to stay neutral. In response to the opposition party's statement, on Wednesday the 25th, the ruling party said that they would create a private right-wing TV channel for TVP employees. Yaroslav Kaczynski, the president of the ruling party, said that the new channel will speak the truth about what is happening in the country. When politicians discuss future reforms, people follow the course of a recent criminal case. On Sunday the 29th, the authorities prohibited the entrance to forests in Gdansk, Gdynia, and Hovashchino because they suspected that Grigorsh Boris was hiding there. Grigorsh Boris is a former army member who tortured and killed his six-year-old son. The authorities have been searching for the criminal for two weeks. Przemysław Wojtovich, a military expert, said that former army personnel could survive in nature for a long time. Considering the time spent searching, the criminal could have already escaped to Germany through the forests. On a happier note, on Wednesday the 25th, the state news agency announced that the country will build a new airport near Warsaw. The city already has two airports, Warsaw Chopin Airport and Warsaw Modlin Madzowia Airport. 
The new one will start operating in 2028 with a capacity to host 40 million passengers annually. The government plans to build additional terminals in the subsequent years and extend the capacity to 65 million people. Similarly, the country finished the new Rocket and Satellite Propulsion Laboratory Center construction in Warsaw. The center will build new rockets and satellites and play a key role in the country's development of space technologies. Next up, on Thursday the 26th, the European Union Fundamental Rights Agency published the results of their recent study on racism in Poland. According to the report, the country has the lowest level of racism towards African people in Europe. 21% of Africans faced racism in the country. On the other hand, Austria topped the list with 76% of Africans experiencing racism at least once in their lives. Unfortunately, the level of racism has not declined in Poland since 2016 when the same study was conducted. On that note about recent studies, freelance work is flourishing in the country. On Wednesday the 25th, the Wrocław-based freelance platform Usime shared that the number of freelancers in Poland has surged to 330,000. Compared to last year, the amount has increased by 8%. Regarding work, the recent time shift gave people more daylight hours. Some countries, including Poland, move clocks an hour back or forward twice yearly to catch daylight amid changing seasons. On Sunday the 29th, Poland set the clocks one hour back and will move it forward in March. According to the Polish Research Center, 80% of citizens are against this practice because they often forget to change the clocks and get late to work. Changing gears a little bit, there were two victories in the cultural sphere. On Saturday the 28th, the Polish novel Cyberpunk 2077 Big City Dreams by Bartosz Stebor won the best graphic story or comic in the Hugo American Literary Award. For the first time, Poland was nominated for one of the world's most famous prizes for sci-fi and fantasy fiction authors. On Thursday the 26th, King Charles III honored Piotr Czywinski, the director of the Auschwitz Museum with the Most Excellent Order of the British Empire, or OBE, for his contribution to the museum. Czywinski turned the Auschwitz concentration camp into a museum in Lesser Poland for Wojciech, where Nazi Germans murdered thousands of Jews and Poles during World War II. The British ambassador to Warsaw said that Tavinsky spreads awareness of the Holocaust to prevent the atrocities of the Second World War from happening again. Let's go back to art for a minute. On Wednesday the 25th, Warsaw's Soho Art Center launched an art exhibition called Van Gogh and Friends, The Immersive Experience, that contained masterpieces of important Impressionist and Post-Impressionist historical painters. The artists used advanced technologies such as virtual reality and high-resolution projections paired with sound effects so that visitors could have the full historical experience. Visitors can also interact with Van Gogh's room and his works in a virtual environment. The exhibition will last until January 2024. For more information, check the link in the show notes. On a related note, the new historical series 1670 will premiere on Netflix in December. Maciej Buchwald and Kordian Kadiela are the directors of the satirical comedy about a Polish nobleman who aspires to become famous and encounters family feuds along the way. The comedy will become the 11th Polish-language series on Netflix. And that's it for this week. We want to make these updates better. Please help us. It doesn't matter if you're a new or long-time listener. Just talk to us. We want to have a conversation with you. Do you want to talk on the phone? We'll do that. Do you want to talk via email, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn? We can do that too. Just please give us a hand. We want your honest opinion, and we really want to hear from you. Contact us at poland at rorschach.com or on Twitter and Instagram at rorschachpoland 
or on Mastodon at poland at rorschach.social. Do zobaczenia!